0: What is up, boys? I am reporting live from my mom's basement right now. We got Brett and Jacob here. Fellas, we're on video. We're doing this big thing here. I love it. I love it. Brett, you got the analyst shirt on. How we doing, man? How's San Diego? It's beautiful as
1: always, man. You know, I got no complaints whatsoever. Sundays, rock. Big breakfast. Beach on a normal Sunday. All-star weekend. Condensed into one four- or five-hour event today. So that's going to be... that's going to be how I spend my afternoon, obviously, is glued to the TV watching that. I know people are kind of a little down on it this year. Should they have done it? Is it going to be any good? This and
0: that. Hey, I always love All-Star Weekend, and, and I'm pumped for it. Jacob, how are you doing, man? It's it's late there by you, man. Super it is,
2: late. It is. It's 6 o'clock. Uh, I've got my first lessons in public tomorrow for the first time in like five months, We'll see how it goes, but a bit pissed off I can't see the All-Star game tonight because I need to get my beauty sleep, but still excited to uh, talk about it and give predictions, Steve.
0: I like it. I like it. We are going to be uh, doing some predictions. We're also going to be doing the best 23 and under kind of prospects, NBA players in the NBA. But um, first, you guys have been asking, some other people have been asking, you guys wanted a, a season ticket update with the Bucks, So we had ours on Thursday, um, from 11 a.m. to 11:30 to pick our package. There was like four different packages. I put uh, I put most of them in the group. I got it. Uh, I got it pulled up on my phone here. I really wanted. You only get four games, which is fine. We get that. I really wanted the blue package, which was um, Boston, Phoenix, Philly, and Miami. That is a uh, all um, you know potential playoff teams. I really wanted to see Devin Booker and, and Chris Paul in Phoenix. But the shitty part about that uh-huh. is there were no weekend games. It was all most of those were all during the week. So we did actually the black package. Um, we got um, – I got Boston. Um, you know, shout out to you, Derek. Um, you, you still suck. Um, Memphis, the Grizzlies, very excited to see your favorite team, Jacob, with Ja. And then we got Philly and, and Washington. I, I'm a huge Bradley Beale fan. Hopefully he's still on the team then. But, yeah, man, I got uh, one Friday game and two Saturday games. So that's, uh, that's kind of what we were going through. So uh, Mrs. Bucks and Six and I are going to have some fun. We're right – Right at center court, it was kind of weird. You go in there, you had to pick uh, your four seats where you wanted to go. They had everything kind of blocked off. But I'm uh, I'm excited to uh, finally get back to some sort of normal here, man. It's, it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun. And Brett, you're you're talking about going to a game here pretty soon too.
1: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, sometime in the very near future, uh, probably in the week or two after the All Star break is over, I'm gonna go to a game. Uh, I don't believe the that California is allowing fans. Yet, and they may not be for a while. I'm not sure what's going on with that. But I know Phoenix is for sure. And that's that's like a ah, five, maybe probably about a five hour drive for me, which would be well worth it. So I'm going to I'm going to pick a a, a night to go. Um, But uh, that's going to be cool for you, man, because so you're you're a season ticket holder. So you've kind of been in the same seats like you've had sort of the same perspective for a long time. So now you kind of get a slightly different view.
0: Yeah, so the same seats for probably the last, well I'm 34, but it's been roughly the same seats for the last 40 some years, kind of oh, wow. right kind of right behind on an angle right behind the the Bucks bench just up probably about like 25 rows. So yeah, I mean we I've sat all over the place. I've sat in the, the upper deck. I've sat You guys have heard my court side story before, but yeah, we're right at kind of center court back cuz my section was totally blocked off which sucks man because my favorite usher william haven't seen him in, in, in almost a year that's that's my dude right there he loves steve, my wife and steve, my mom steve yeah
1: i thought i was your favorite usher
0: <laughs> oh look nice. at the wordplay from brett you are brett you you're my man. favorite real usher nice. with the, the name Usher.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right i'll take it i'll take it i'll take
0: it but so yeah you, man it's you it's, know you're a true fan when
2: you've got a favorite usher
0: Oh, dude, we always do a yeah, little, little fist that, bump. He lo- he kisses my mom, dude. I love that dude, man. That dude, that dude's a shit. I, I like I said, I haven't seen <laughs> him. Well, we haven't been there. I haven't seen him in over a year, man. I hope he's still there. He's a great dude, man. Great, yeah. dude. And those ushers, man, they they'll tell you so many stories, man. It's it, it's it's cool. It's cool getting a chat with them, and I, I'm excited. I'm excited to get. Like I said, it's going to be pretty restricted. I don't even think you can stand. Um, all the food is and drink is done on the app, but I mean, at least like you'll be there live watching. Um watching some hoops which i'm uh, i'm very very excited for
1: looking forward to the report man i can't wait to hear how it was and see some pictures and uh because i don't know too many people that have been to actual games yet this season so i haven't really heard that much about what it's like what the experience is is like so yeah looking forward to that man
0: it'll yeah, be fun it'll be it'll first be fun. time to count fuck yeah baby fuck yeah bucks and six man forever and ever and ever <laughs>
2: <laughs> but hey, let's uh
0: so we're recording this on a Sunday like we normally do. It is about 12:10 my time, 6:10 your time, Jacob. 10, 10 12 your time, Brett. So, we thought it'd be fun to just give our all-star predictions. Uh you guys can hear um either we're idiots or we're geniuses kind of you know who's going to win. We're doing three-point contest, MVP, as well as slam dunk champion. So, Jacob, why don't we start with you, then we'll go Brett, then then we'll go me. So, Jacob, let's go with the three-point shooting competition who do you have as as the winner and i'll, I'll kind of i'll run through these real quick in the three-point contest on who is who is in it for you it's it's steph the two boston boys which we don't need to name um mike conley is the replacement for devin booker zach levine and donovan mitchell so i know you're probably going to take jason tatum but let's let's kind of uh hear who you think is going to win mm-hmm. the three-point contest <sighs>
2: I mean, this is the only one I wasn't too sure about because obviously this this can just be someone gets super hot. Steph is the obvious choice. I am gonna go actually with Zach Levine for the three point contest. I think he's on fire. I can just see him come out, be like, you know, it's his first All Star game. He's gonna be fired up. I think he's. I think he's gonna really uh, go for it. Not that you know, you just get hot. You you're, you're hot or you're not the three-point contest but Levine's been fire this year I could see him taking that
1: you know I was gonna take him right
0: <laughs> we know you, <laughs> knew, were. Knew, we know
1: it. you were no knew no it. we can't they, well it was it was it was close between him and him and another guy and uh that other guy is Steph Curry and I'm gonna go with him now I think uh if I was like gun to my head putting money on it life or death whatever I'd have to pick Steph so I'm gonna pick Steph yeah I'm
0: yeah, I'm picking Steph. It's it's uh it's a no brainer for me. I, I I'm going with my man. I'm Jacob. That's your favorite player outside of Cats. So I'm th- I'm surprised that you didn't take him. But you know you're going. You know you're you giving us some spice today. I like it. Stealing Brett's uh <laughs> Brett's thunder. So let's go. <laughs> let's go to the dunk contest. Uh, we got Obi Toppin from uh, my New York Knicks. Um Anthony Simmons from Portland. And Cassius Stanley from Indiana. Um Brett, we'll go with you first. I have a few we already know who you're picking, but why don't you uh <laughs> let us know who, who you're taking from uh the dunk contest. It's Cassius Stanley, right? That's who you're picking, right?
2: It's called
1: It's Call of No, no, cat in no disrespect to Cassius Stanley, he's a freak athlete, as everyone who hasn't seen him yet will see tonight. I mean, the guys he's he's a high, high level athlete. Uh, but yes, I'm going with Anthony Simons, aka Ant from Portland. Um, he's got crazy bounce that I think a lot of people don't know about because you know he's only I think six three um, when you're that small it's hard to get a lot of in-game dunks unless you're like a super aggressive player with super high usage somebody like Westbrook um, but Ant Simons as like a bench player uh, not the strongest guy I mean he's only had so many in-game dunks he's never been in the dunk contest he didn't play college basketball so I think a lot of people haven't seen his bounce but like Blazers fans know, like we see him in warmups, the things he can do, head at the rim, no problem. And again, he's only 6'3", so his dunks are going to look that much more spectacular. I think little guys always kind of have an advantage in this, and I'm really excited to see what what he can pull out. He's about to make a, a name for himself as a dunker, I think.
2: Yeah, I, was, I knew you were going to take Ant Simmons. That would probably would have been my choice. I think Toppin is my last option because I think he's a bit too much of like a power dunker. He's a bit. He's closer to the side of being like a forward or a big man. I don't. Those guys, unless they're really spectacular or they have a gimmick, I don't see them really winning because they're not very entertaining or spectacular dunks. They're just super powerful. The I, see you, Steve. I see you. The I The Nick slander you.
0: continues. I will not stand for you. the Knicks <laughs> slander. Just continues.
2: Well, look, look. What do you, what do you want from me? They just they get some good players. New York, get some get someone good. You know Mitchell Robinson might have like had that DeAndre Jordan effect if they pulled out like done that Blake Griffin pulled out a Kia for him to jump over. He might have done something, but now I'm going. I'm going with uh, Casher Stanley because because Brett chose Ant Simmons, so I'm going to go with the um, the unknown factor of Cassius Stanley. But this is, this is gearing up to be the worst dunk contest or the least. Invested, like as in, like these are all fringe players for the most part. No one's super invested, I don't think. And they're it, fringe players, but they're great dunkers. They're you great. know, like
1: that's that, like I'd rather see fringe players who are spectacular dunkers compete than superstar players who are like, you know, a tier down from them as dunkers. Like, I don't care if you average zero points a game, I just want to see the most spectacular dunks possible. I'm not saying these are the three most spectacular dunkers in the league, but uh that's what it'll depend on. Like see what they can pull out. I know it's only three of them. And again, I would not rule out a fourth guy joining, maybe someone that's in the all-star game. It's at halftime of the all-star game. So they're, they're all going to be in the house. Zach Levine's in the house. Mm -hmm. I don't think Zion would do it, but he's in the house too. And just something about that three participant thing doesn't sit right with me. I feel like it is supposed to, it should be four. And I kind of think they're saving a spot for Zach Levine. We'll see, but You know, I'm not going to speculate too much on that. That's kind of a long shot. So, yeah, we're going to stick with the Simons pick for now. But I think it could be good, even if it's just three of them, even if they're not stars. It'll just depend on what they pull out. If their dunks aren't spectacular, it'll suck.
0: But I'll mm-hmm. well, we'll just have to see the New York Knicks slander stops with me. Um, I'm going OB Toppin. <laughs> Ooh, He's going to win right. it, Jacob, just for you. I'm going to send you a text message after he wins it. And it's just going to basically be the DX socket sign. You know, that's basically what it's going to be. <laughs> and it's going to be nothing else. That's all you're going to that's all you're going to need from me. Um, let's go to um, the, the skills competition. Um, I have a feeling this is this is always one of my favorite ones. Um, obviously, it's not going to be at Saturday night. It's going to be it's going to be today. So we have Robert Covington, we have Luca, we have Chris Paul, we have Julius Randall, we have uh, Sabonis, and we have Fusevich from Orlando. Two big guys um, and one traditional center in the in the skills competition. So, Jacob, you have. Uh, I mean, I I can kind of guess who I think you're going to pick, but who who is your pick to win this 2021 NBA Skills
2: Competition? I can tell you now, Steve, you're wrong. You guessed, you're wrong. It is. I am going with because these are always weird. Because it's like you know, you dribble around some cones, you have to throw it through a hoop. You got to shoot a three. You got to dunk it. It's it's a weird, weird contest. Someone like someone you know is still waiting to like do a layup. The other person bricks three threes in a row. The other person comes down, shoots a three. It's over. Like this is this is just a weird competition. I am going with Sabonis for this one. Oh. I'm Jason did he, did he win it
1: last year? Did he win it last year? I kind of
2: a feel like I, did. He, I kind
1: I of think know. it was him. I should know this. Um, I think it was Sabonis. But he's a good pick. He's so skilled. I mean, mm-hmm. he can dribble. He can pass. He can shoot. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a very, very skilled player. The only His only weakness in this would be the speed. Yeah. Um, but he's not, you know, he's fast enough. I mean, it, so it's 90% of it is just getting that making the shot and getting the pass through the hoop. If you're 10% slower than the other guys, it doesn't really matter as much as long as you can.
0: It's like, bam, missed... bam won it last year.
1: Oh, bam won it last year. Oh, that's, that's right. Bro. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Sabonis was in it. I think, um, it, it, I think it was the two of them in the finals. Maybe, maybe I'm way mm-hmm. off. I don't know. Uh, I'm Steve, you're going to like my pick. That's your baby. Hit me with it. Julius Randle, baby. I love Ooh. it. I yeah. love
0: it. I was thinking yeah. about him. I love
1: it, Julius Randle. Yeah, so he's he's got a lot of speed uh, dribbling the ball, and um, he's improved greatly as a shooter. And I think it's for real. A lot of people wonder if it is. I look at his free throw percentage as an indicator that it is for real, and so I think he's going to knock down the three. He's going to have no problem finishing. Just got to make that pass, and I think the rest is cake. So I am going with Steve's Knicks representative julius Randle in this one they're kind of my knicks too man i've been on that band yeah
0: we week. both have been man they're, yeah, they're a 15 dude they're a half game behind boston dude tom Thibodeau, Absol- the thibs man. effect man
1: no surprise here
0: no surprise yeah. here by me either i'm i'm going with old faithful man i'm going with the 35 year old point guard i think chris paul is uh is going to win the skills competition that's my pick
2: i think if it was if they did like 10 in a row like 10 goes in a row i think chris paul would be basically anybody but it's a one-off that's why i'm going with someone who could just catch fire like that i like it i like it All i right. like it
0: i like it well let's do now we got to do the all-star pick so obviously we're recording this about an hour before we went to record um woge actually take that back our own Chase Campbell reported that um, Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons will not be um, able to play in the All-Star game due to um, contract tracing with coronavirus. Um, with that said, I'm still going with Team LeBron. Um, I think his team um, is just stacked. Um, I don't know who is going to replace Embiid on his team. I would um, – let me just double check. Nobody it.
2: Probably. No, I think the
1: at this point I, I don't guys. think they can. I think he's just it's just going to be one less player on the team. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. But yeah. Team Team LeBron to me is very, 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 very stacked. I mean, you have mm-hmm. I think Jacob. Would you say that might be might be the best passing all star
2: team starting ever? Five. Yeah,
1: starting yeah. five ever and at any yeah. level of basketball, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Olympics,
1: college, pro. I mean, you, you find a starting five with better passing than that between Pretty- Luka, Jokic. Mm-hmm. LeBron, yeah. Steph. Giannis,
2: yeah, let's see real quick. Giannis, I'll double check Giannis, see. yeah. seriously, Giannis, like, all five of them. Yeah. Thing is as well, yeah. they could have they could swap out Steph and Giannis because before today they had Simmons and CP three on the bench. but like they yeah. could have run out of that lineup with like, oh my god. Where like, who even is the worst passer on that team? Is it like is it like Ben Simmons? Is he the worst? passer on a team with like CP3 and Luka and Jokic and yeah. LeBron that's crazy yeah, it's, it's it's crazy
1: and it shows what LeBron values too i think the fact that LeBron picked that team um mm-hmm. you know that's <laughs> that's the funny thing about LeBron he's going to be the all-time leading scorer no question about it he's probably top 3 or 4 in average for his career yeah. and uh and scoring's not even what he does best or what he values most i mean he's mm-hmm. he's he's a passer and he values passers as as this showed I really enjoyed um, watching them draft the All Star teams. It was a fun little show. LeBron was hilarious. Um, yeah. the, the stuff about the Jazz was funny as hell too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, it, that was cool. LeBron, I, yeah, LeBron gained a few points uh, with me watching that. <laughs> he, he, he was cracking me up, <laughs> and he gave little descriptions of everybody. He was calling like Jalen Brown, Jalen underappreciated Brown. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Um, who is yeah. he saying goes goes Ben Simmons goes hard on every possession or something like Ooh. that. So he here's he gave, gave some really good compliments. So yeah, here's
0: yeah. a little a little facts from you. I just wanted to double check this. Um so there's no plans to replace Embiid and Simmons. So Embiid is Team Durant, Simmons is Team LeBron. But because Joel Embiid was a starter, um, the NBA has chosen Zion Williamson to be the starter Ooh. on Team Durant. I
1: had a feeling Ooh. that would be the case. Um Jesus. and uh, that that definitely plays into uh to my picks here. Mm-hmm. I'm still mm.
0: picking Team LeBron. Um, doesn't uh, oh, yeah. doesn't phase me whatsoever. I think LeBron, Giannis, Steph, Luca, and Jokic psh, with Dame off the bench. It, yes, yeah.
2: yes,
1: yeah, game over. It's over. It's over. I'm I'm going Team Durant. Wow. Wow, wow. just to Team be Durant. different.
0: Just to be different. no, no, okay. no, no, no.
1: Team Durant is is as a squad, man. I think it's. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have it in front of me, but I believe he's got Kyrie. He's got Tatum. Mm-hmm. He's got Beal. He's got Harden. Um, he's got Harden. He's got Zion. Um, I Zion's gonna be unstoppable. Yeah. Um, uh, and let me just say it right now before, so nobody beats me to it. He's my MVP pick.
0: Well, I mean, I think, I'm assuming he would be since uh, you're the only one that picked that team. I don't think they're gonna give it to the losing team. <laughs>
1: <laughs> good, good point, sir. But, <laughs> but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go because I know that's the last thing we were gonna predict. Um, uh, and uh, I'm gonna go with Zion for. For my MVP, I think he nobody can stop that guy in a real game where where, where they're trying. Who's going to get in his way in an all star game, uh, especially now that he's starting? He's going to be playing starters minutes. I think he's one of the younger guys in the game. He'll have plenty of minutes. And um, I think he can score whenever he wants. I bet you he goes like, you know, 12 of 15 or, you know, some some typical Zion line with a couple yeah, yeah. of big dunks. Uh, and if Durant's team wins, I think he's going to be the MVP.
0: Jacob, who do you got as your MVP?
2: I'm going. I'll tell you now. I'm going Team LeBron. Um, I was torn. I had two guys. I am going with as LeBron did in the uh, in the All Star draft. I'm going Yay! game time. I'm going game time for the MVP because it's a, it's an entertaining game. He's going to hit a couple logo shots and he's going to fucking drill it in someone's face. Hopefully, Paul George again. I think I think Dame is gonna because guys like that, those gunners off the bench, like you know one of those guys, he could easily play like twenty five minutes, get twenty points, and that might lead the whole game in scoring, and that would probably be enough for him to do it. Yeah, I think I think he's gonna. I think it's probably gonna be Dame. My other choice was Giannis. Because I thought Giannis could just get everything going to the basket. Like imagine Giannis rolling from Jokic, Luca, Steph, and LeBron pick and rolls. Like it's 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 barbecue chicken. But I'm still going Dame overall. I, love Dame.
1: It. I may have picked Zion, but I'll be rooting for Dame. <laughs> no, no. I knew, I knew you not, would. I knew no, you no, would. Oh Oh yeah. That oh, doesn't yeah.
0: count. I, I'm going with <laughs> Steph. Um, but my hope is, similar to what you said, Jacob, I hope that they close the game. I'm I'm assuming they will. But I just want to see uh, Steph and Dame in the backcourt for multiple minutes oh and just watch both of those guys just freaking just chuck from anywhere on the they're court. Gonna take,
1: they're gonna take half court they're going to take half-court shots. There's going to be half-court shots going up. There's no question, no question that they'll each take multiple like yeah. close-to-half-court shots. I guarantee it. That's what and, I want to see. And you know see. what I want to see, Steve? Steve, do you remember a few years ago, or both of you guys, I don't know, Jacob, you might have seen it too, but – Remember when Steph did the bounce alley yeah. to Zion, to Zion, to Giannis that yeah. went like 10 feet above the rim and yeah. Giannis came down and caught it. Oh my God. that's one of the most memorable plays ever in an all-star game. I'd like to see them recreate that. Well, it's just uh, crazy
0: because you got those two in the backcourt, like granted it's an all-star game, but the lanes like Giannis and LeBron should have like 10 dunk, 10 dunks a piece. Like, I mean, dude, it's going to be, it's going to be insane, dude. I do. Uh, it's going to be super fun. I do like that LeBron, you know, I'll say it, you know tampering pick Giannis first um we all know what's going on there it's okay we got it lebron will be in milwaukee soon enough like the bucks are gonna draft this kid (laughs) and then he's gonna come to milwaukee i like it i like what's going on here i'll I'll take a uh you know one or two seasons of uh of lebron kind of near the end i'll take it all day baby but hey let's uh let's switch gears here um you two have both really wanted to talk about this we've been talking about this for a while i'm kind of 23 and under um, um nba prospects that are current in the nba uh, maybe you guys want to do who or i know you guys have rankings on who's going to be the best out of those um just want to let you know um jason tatum does qualify for everybody um he is he is 18 years old so i just want to let it's everybody eight. know he still qualifies <laughs> it's, it's okay it's like the sixth year he's been 18 but it doesn't matter. In, in the overstated group, he qualifies. So, um, <laughs> just, so, so Brett kind of, why it don't does. you start here? Why don't you do, I think you guys each wrote down 10. So why don't we, you give us your five and then Jacob, you give us, uh, your five and then we'll kind of get into a, a little discussion here.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and I think the kind of the way we, we've been wanting to do this for a while and it's funny, the dunked on podcast did this a couple of weeks ago, um, Basically the same thing. There's might have been under 23. I'm not sure. But I think our criteria is probably a little different. I think we're sort of looking at this as based on where we expect them to be like five years from now. So it's not like who's done the most so far, who's the furthest along right now. It's more like where they'll be five years from now. And doing it with 23 and under, that puts these guys all pretty much between – you know, 24 years old and 28 years old is kind of mm-hmm. like the range we're we're basing this off of. All right. My top five is Luca, number one. Number two is Jason Tatum. Oh, <laughs> look, look, look. OK, we, we get into this. Um, number three is Zion Williamson. Number four is Zion's teammate, Brandon Ingram. Ooh. Ooh! yes. Yes. Ooh. I think people are kind of sleeping on Ingram, even though he won most improved last season. Like, I think Zion's been so phenomenal this season that he's overshadowed Ingram a little bit. But like, when I look at Ingram and Tatum, I don't see much of a difference. I think they're pretty damn close. Um, and again, like positional scarcity does factor into it. I always give Wings, like two-way wings, sort of. And I I think you could say Ingram is that now. Um, He could be better on defense. But guys like Ingram and Tatum get a little boost for me because of the position they play and how valuable it is and also how rare. Um, Mm -hmm. And then number five is my guy, Bam. Uh, So that's my top five. Luca, Tatum, Zion,
2: Ingram, Bam. Damn.
0: Interesting. Let's hear yours, Jacob. Let's hear yours,
2: Jacob. So very similar. I actually have four of the same five. Uh, number one, obviously, Luka. Um, we can talk about where he projects. I think he's the only guy here I think projects to be better than, like, an MVP-level player. You know, like, that above, like, like where Durant was in his prime, Steph was in his prime, and LeBron and all that. Luca's the only person here I think actually has that potential to reach that level. Um, number two, I had Zion because... Um, Zion, I see the ceiling slightly lower than I think some people do, but him as a ball handler has been really impressive. And uh, they've been talking a lot about how, you know, he is going to be a point guard ultimately going forward. Um, we'll see how that works out, but it's interesting. Jason Tatum, number three for me as well. He's had a disappointing season, I think some people would say, but, you know, he's coming off COVID, uh, he's had, you know, the Boston Celtics have been a train wreck to some extent this year um but he still I think projects as a top top level prospect uh number four I had Bam Adebayo who I think really like Bam is now shooting up to 16 feet out Bam is now shooting above average for the league which if he can then stretch that out because once you reach 16 feet and your shot's still looking good I think he has the potential to become an average three-point shooter in a few years. You know, by the time he's in his absolute prime, that is scary. If Bam can stretch you out to the three-point line with his athleticism, with his skill set, yeah, he's sick. He's fourth for me. And then fifth, I went with LaMelo Ball Whoa.
0: as my number five
2: choice. I think because by then he's going to be 24 years old, entering his prime, Lamelo ball is like he's like a taller trey young and like because he's taller he's got easier passing lanes he is just naturally better on defense he is a spectacular um rebounder for guard positions he's a great great obviously generational level passer i just if he stays on this trajectory i think this is going to be a no-brainer honestly for lamello
0: Interesting, yeah, I, interesting that I, I kind of want to hear your response on this. Neither of you guys had Trey Young in your top five and neither of you guys had rookie of the year John ja Morant in your top five. Can you guys uh-huh. like I mean, I'm sure where, where does Ja rank for both of you on your list?
1: Uh, they're, those guys are coming up soon on mine in the next five. Um, I think the main reason I left him out of there and it's maybe it's not a good reason, but they're small. They're really small. Uh, Jaws very like Jaws very very slight Um mm-hmm. I don't know if that gets talked about enough and then you know we all know about Trey like neither one of them has a lot of strength and I mean I think I think Jaws maybe listed at 6-3 that feels a little bit generous obviously he's super athletic Um, but yeah and then I mean the only reason I didn't have LaMelo in my top five because I'll tell you right now he is number six for a lot of the reasons you said Jacob I mean I'm very high on him and i think he probably has he might have more upside um than a couple of the guys i mentioned but i think ingram feels like more of a sure thing um hmm. where like you know i know ingram is going to be an all-star level player five years down the road i'm pretty sure lamello is and if he is he's probably going to be on another level but yeah those those two those two and bam were were definitely super close for me but i guess um and then the only – and the other thing where we differed was I had Tatum too. Um, you had Zion ahead of him. A lot of that – and I do love Point Zion. Like Point Zion is really exciting. It's been awesome to watch him sort of in that role, and I'm really excited to see what that looks like going forward. Uh, I mean, it's it's honestly the injury stuff is the only reason that I'm a little higher probably. I, I Like if Zion had never had an injury and didn't strike me as being – prone to injury maybe I'd have him ahead of Tatum cuz he's been phenomenal um I think he's been better than Tatum this season I think so that one was close too but that's it's it comes down to the injuries always with Zion not that he's had a ton but just watching him play he still feels like he could have some um but hopefully not uh <laughs> all right um do you want to do uh the next five
2: yeah 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 so yeah do you want to
1: go first on this one
2: uh I will go first I actually ended up having six guys and I didn't know who to cut and I didn't really Ooh, have an order yes. for them uh, but we yes. have mentioned we have mentioned all of them not all of them but we have guys we've mentioned so far have been on that list like Ingram was on that list absolutely he um I did like a um kind of how young players can improve podcast and by the numbers before the season I said for Ingram uh I just want to see him consolidate what he did last year like that jump in shooting in playmaking can you make sure those stick and he's flying colors through that he's been absolutely outstanding for me as well I do agree he's going onto the radar I don't know what his ceiling is but I know right now his floor is like an all-star level player for a few years which is awesome uh Trey Young another one for what we said like offensively he's a monster it's just you know, the defense is always going to drag down that stellar offensive value. I'm not really sure if he can really ever become like, like with all the guys I named my top five, I think they can all become top five players in the NBA at some point in their careers. These next guys, I don't see them ever being top five players in the NBA in their careers. Like Trey Young, I don't see being top five. And that's, that's as well why I didn't have Ja Morant. I think Ja Morant could be a top 10 player, you know, an all NBA point guard for years. I don't see him ever really being like an MVP candidate like that. Like I love him. He's one of my favourite players to watch. Maybe my favourite player to watch, because like you say, he is like a mixture of like Alan Iverson, but an Alan Iverson who is self aware and passes the ball the way Iverson should have done a lot of the time. Um so I love him, but I don't see that high, high ceiling for him. DeAndre Ayton, another one who he's been a bit up and down for me this year but if it clicks if he's um his game his offensive game clicks and he actually his defense because I think he slid a little bit defensively this year and he really that's what they need him for in Phoenix right now they need him to be a defender because they have a lot of offense they don't really need his offensive game to be a great team I'm a bit more hesitant on DeAndre Ayton. If I had to kick anyone out of this top 10, it would probably be him, honestly, which is scary because he's so physically, so freakish. Uh, Shea, SGA, obviously he is, you know, uh, I think Brett, you and I both said, we're not sure what his ceiling is before the start of the year. And he has looked incredible this year. Like legitimately, like I had to wonder whether he's an all-star, even is he closer to an all-NBA level player? right now he's scary good one of my favorite things about um, SGA actually is when you look at kind of his passing metrics um, this year and last year last year he was with um, Chris Paul his assist rate obviously drops like crazy because he's playing with Chris Paul but his turnover rate dropped really 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 low as well which obviously that seems like an obvious thing to happen but it doesn't happen all the time a lot of time these players because they are still passing But they're passing in less advantageous positions because Chris Paul is taking up those advantageous positions. Normally their assist rate goes down, but their turnover rate doesn't really drop. That happened to Russ and Harden when they were together in Houston. His dropped like crazy. And then this year, his turnover rate's barely risen, but his assist rate has just gone through the roof. Which tells me like he's so malleable offensively like he can fit next to a ball dominant guard or he can be the ball dominant guard and be an amazing scorer i am so impressed with sga well and that's that's
1: the area too where he's really impressed me with his improvement Mm -hmm. and that's where i had questions not only before the season but early in the season and i think we is as a point guard right um being able to play that position and like i don't i think basketball reference may have him listed as a shooting guard still because george hill started a handful of games at point guard Teo Maladon uh, starts sometimes at point guard, um, but Shea is that team's point guard, mm-hmm. and um, and that just so just the growth he's shown even since the start of the season as a point guard has been remarkable. Um, his playmaking has gotten a lot better, his awareness, his vision, just his IQ. Everything continues to improve, and and yeah, he's far exceeded my expectations for him this year, and I and I, now I'm starting to see a ceiling that I didn't see before. Uh, which is a lot higher than I had sort of previously um, considered it. So, yeah, yeah he's been. I've, I watched pretty much every Thunder game. I've kind of fallen in love with that team, and um, and Shea <laughs> has just been so good. I'm surprised you he have, didn't get watched, more. Every
0: you every have yeah. watched every
1: game. You literally have watched every game. I love I love Shea. I love Baisley. I love Mark Dagnall. I I love everything about that team. I love their future mm-hmm. too. They're going to be really good in a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Shea is, Shea's Shay's the man, and I think he should have got more All Star buzz. Um, yeah, I, I think he was right there with some of these other Booker, Donovan Mitchell, whoever. Like mm-hmm. I know the Thunder aren't the greatest team record-wise, but they're a lot better than people thought they'd be. And um I'm I'm just surprised that he didn't even get hardly mentioned. Um yeah. cuz he's as good as as he belongs in terms of like his his ability. I think it's just that, you know, his team's below 500, but
2: yeah, yeah he's in my next 5. Two. where are you at right now? Did uh, you have you named five? I need one more. This is I think my spiciest one. Ever so fasten your seatbelt, Steve. Ever. Um,
0: Are you <laughs> saying ever? Like we've done we've done this podcast not for not almost a... a year. Are you saying ever? This is the spiciest take you've ever had.
2: No, not my spiciest take ever. Oh. I'm just saying it's my spiciest. You got me take excited today.
0: there. You got me excited Spice
2: there. today And that is uh Patrick Williams, the rookie Ooh, love out of it. Chicago. Whoa. I fucking, I fucking love Patrick Williams' game. He is such a good shooter. And he is such a, like his defensive, like, you know, like you draw like a silhouette of kind of where this guy can become defensively or what he can become. And then you look at his offensive game, like Patrick Williams is screaming out to me that we might look back in like five years time and say, he's clearly the best player from this draft class.
0: Whoa, that is spicy.
2: And I had LaMelo, I think LaMelo is more of a sure thing, but Patrick Williams, he screams out to me that he has that, that Paul George Kawhi Leonard ceiling of like a monster defensive, big, big wing who he comes into the league and he straight away, he's got a jumper and that just unlocks the rest of his game Uh, right now. Obviously like them, like his um, playmaking, his ability on the ball, that all needs to develop. But I think the the outline is there, like the blueprint is there for Patrick Williams to become one of the great wings in the NBA. And I, yeah. I he was clear. I love it. I love that guy, man. He's,
1: I, I agree with everything you said too. I mean, I think he's got as much upside as anybody in this draft class. Um, there's probably three guys. I would say that it's, it's him. And this is just in terms of upside. If they reach their absolute ceiling, I would say it's him, LaMelo, Jade McDaniels who's going to probably be an honorable mention for me on this, but I'd Patrick Williams. I've got him in my next five. So I'm, I'm super high on him too. Um, All right, Brett, who's your next five, my next five. So my six through 10, um, again, I had LaMelo at number six, Mm -hmm. obvious reasons could have been a little higher. I mean, yeah, I don't need to say anything more on him. And then seven and eight, I've got Trey and jaw. And I had a hard time deciding between those two. I'm giving Trey the edge. Um, because of the shooting, I just think he's a little further along offensively. I mean, they're very close as playmakers. Jaw's phenomenal. Uh, I just don't think Jaw's defense is so much better than Trey's that it puts him ahead of Trey overall for me, but that's pretty close. No diss to Jaw. He's number eight. I had SGA at number nine. Mm-hmm. Again, um, super high on him, just like you, Jacob. And then, uh, and I kind of had a tough 10 and 11 too. I've got Michael Porter Jr. at 10. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, come on, a 610 wing, uh, that can do what he does. That can I mean, he is, he's an elite shooter, like, he's not just a good shooter or like a good shooter for his size, he's an elite shooter, period. Uh, and he's a borderline elite rebounder, I would say. And he's still really young, he's gonna improve as long as he stays healthy. I think he's surefire top 10 for me. And then Aiden was kind of my, I had Aiden right there with him. Um, he's sort of my 11th. I guess. So, uh, and I I think Aiton can do a lot more than he's shown. He hasn't been as involved in the offense um, other than sort of as like a role man, as a lob catcher, but just that, just his ability to do that is a big part of why Phoenix is so good. And I know a lot of what Phoenix is doing is defensively, but that pick and roll with Chris Paul has become so lethal. When Chris Paul has a lob threat like that, his mid range jumper just becomes like, just forget about it. I mean, there's nothing a defense can do. You either guard that, mid-range jumper or you contest the lob to Aiton and, and you don't the way Chris is so smart in navigating pick and rolls that you really have to choose one or the other and it's it's an impossible situation for the defense so Ayton may not be putting up 20 points a game but his gravity his uh his vertical spacing ability has really opened things up especially when you've got guys like Booker and Mikhail Bridges and Cam Johnson out on the wings um so Aiton's Aiton's fantastic. He's yeah ten and eleven. Him and MPJ were right there for me.
2: Yeah, I had I definitely had MPJ. He was one of the hardest ones to cut from like my top eleven because I had I had about twenty guys in all, and then I cut them down. He was one of the hardest ones, and it was just that outside of his elite shooting. And like you say, one thing that really struck me was um, his rebounding. Like the only guys his age and younger. That are elite rebound, are better rebounders than him. Are you know guys like um, Mitchell Robinson, Wendell Carter Jr. You know DeAndre Hayton. Darius, Darius Basley. Yeah, Dar- yeah, Darius Basley. The <laughs> nah, they're bo- they're, bo- they're close. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's yeah, it's the guys who are obviously great. You know, big men rebounders. He is he's right there as a rebounder, and that's super impressive for someone. He's not even that much worse than like a John Collins or like a Bam Adebayo, honestly. Like his everything screams out that he is an excellent, super intelligent offensive rebounder. Obviously, like you say, he's an amazing shooter and that at 6'10. My only issue is that, like, on a great team, what's his position? Because, like, to me, it screamed out, like, almost like kind of I don't know if this is like I don't know if this is an insult or a compliment, but it was like Kevin Love on the Cavs, where it's like, you stretch out, you know, you take, you bomb eight threes a game, 10 threes a game probably nowadays, and you crash the boards um, on defensively and you play like power forward and sometimes center and you just do what you can defensively. That maybe MPJ is going to shock me and have a much higher ceiling than that. But that's kind of what I saw personally from him. I mean, he's more, he's more mobile. Then I think Kevin Love. That's, that's, has the, that's the
1: thing. I, I, I think he's. I think he's mobile Ooh, enough of, to,
2: yeah. to play
1: the three. I think he can handle the three. Um, he's not known for his defense, but mm-hmm. mobility-wise, I think he's athletic enough to play the three. I see like a three, a three-four combo. You know what's interesting? So we both have him ahead of Jamal Murray. Then
0: I was just gonna. I was just gonna start asking you guys some snubs that I thought of, and Jamal Murray was was at one of those lists. So what? Is it just the inconsistent shooting? Is is it just you just feel like, or is it as simple as you feel those other guys are just better? I think no, it's nothing against him. Like I, he's awesome, and lately
1: he's been phenomenal. And he was certainly close to my top ten. He's in my next five, I think. Um, it's just like I just have those other guys ahead of him, uh, but he's not far behind them. It's um, it's just more a strength. It's just more of like a a testament to how many good young players there are in the league now that someone like Jamal Murray might not even be in my top ten in terms of like a five year outlook. What, about, what awesome. about
0: De'Aaron Fox? He you guys didn't mention him either. He was
2: Same. Actually, it, he was I'm a, a, little low.
0: um, yeah, we're, we're, a little lower on him. Yeah. Where do
1: you have him, Jacob?
2: Uh I had him in the twenty two, but he was one of the the earliest cuts to that twenty two man roster just because he is he's an amazing player. His shooting is always worrying to me. That, like, I don't think he's ever going to even be like an average shooter. And in today's game, given his size, given that he's, you know, he's he tries a lot defensively, but like, how much better can he be than like some of the other guards that we're talking about right now? I haven't seen that. And obviously, he plays in the Kings, and that's another part of it that I just see the Kings as being such a kind of developmental black hole for him. Oh,
0: court. Court, I'm not going to – I won't stand for this either, Court. I court ain't standing knows. for this slander, he Court. Hell he no. I, it's I, just, it, yeah,
1: he, he's a little lower. I mean, yeah, he's not that low for me. I think I, I've got him somewhere in probably the 16, 17, 18 range yeah. on mine. I mean, yeah, my, my biggest concern is how reliant he is on his athleticism. Mm-hmm. Like when I watch him play, so much of the great things he does offensively are based on how much faster and quicker he is than everyone he's insanely fast um i just worry that if he has a couple of injuries or he gets a little older and say by you know 26 27 he starts to slow down even 10 um unless he improves a lot as a shooter because he's not a good shooter right now Uh, i i don't know that he's gonna be maybe even an all-star it's certainly not an all nba level player i just Upside wise, I don't think he's quite where some of these other point guards, uh, Lamello, Trey, Ja, SGA, probably would have Jamal Murray ahead of, of uh De'Aaron Fox as well. Um, yeah, the shot is a concern. Like if you look at his free throw numbers, he's below
0: um, 70% this year from the free
1: throw. Yeah, time. that's that's really concerning. Like that's that's not good. Uh so until he improves that. You know, his shooting, I, I can only be so high on him. But so, he's he's having a good season. I mean, so
0: Brett, really let's good. go with some of your favorites though that, that did not make your list. So you are a big OG and Anobi fan. He is exactly okay. 23. Where was he on your list? You had I, I was I'm surprised you you mentioned Jared 12. Allen when we were talking to yep. you and I didn't see him. He they're, didn't make your those, list.
1: I'm telling you, man, this, this list is tough to make. Mm. The top ten is tough oh. to make. Like I, I went I wrote down about twenty-five names and and I still had more to go, but Basically, my next five was like uh OG Ananobi, um, Jamal Murray, um, Jarrett Allen, uh, let's see, De'Aaron. I, De'Aaron Fox actually had at 15. And then the other guy that I would put in my next five, it's kind of a toss-up between two rookies. Um, Patrick Williams, as you've mentioned, and also um Anthony Edwards. Ooh. I think. Whoa. I mean, now he's he's shown us probably will definitely I'd say the least of any of these guys, mm-hmm. um, in a sense. But his upside is is staggering. Now, I don't know. I'm not saying he has a great chance to hit his ceiling. Uh, but if he does, you're looking at a superstar. And you can't say that really about anyone else. I don't think below him on this list. Um, well, let's see. A couple other guys that just like let's call them honorable mentions. Um, there, there's obviously. one
0: there's one I am surprised that neither of you guys have mentioned. I, I'll wait till you get there, but I'm a I'm a little no, I'm, hurt. Just, I'm a little hurt that this person hasn't been mentioned yet, but it's okay. It's okay. Um and no, it, I'm not it's not Sam Merrill, but I'm a little hurt. A little hurt. A little hurt. Uh Diakite?
1: No, I'm just kidding. Um uh, uh Mitchell Robinson. Hey, that's
0: my boy, Brett. Don't be hating know, on my I boy. I'm Don't, not a He he looks um, good.
1: Yeah, he does. I had Mitchell Robinson in my top twenty. Obviously, Darius Baisley is wow. right there.
0: Wow. Um, I mean, the disrespect that is coming towards me right now. You guys aren't even thinking what I'm thinking. Keep going, no. Brett. Keep going. No.
1: I mean, you. Want, I can. I can run. I, oh, yeah. He's. I had him at seventeen.
0: There you go. There you better. Yeah. <laughs> you better. You better. Actually, you know what? Mr. I, sh- I might. Mister. I, I think I'm putting. <laughs> oh
1: sorry i thought you were talking about halliburton oh he's <laughs> up. There.
0: He, i wasn't thinking necessarily him but how, the disrespect hero. towards tyler hero is unbelievable what's his
1: ups what's his what's his ceiling like seriously is he does he have a higher ceiling than these guys we've mentioned i mean he's he's about number 20 for me on this list um i have him a little bit below jamal murray like I'll put it that way it's like i think they're kind of similar um in terms of upside, but I I would give like Jamal, maybe a slight edge there.
0: No disrespect to hero, man. There's a lot of good young players in the league. Hey man, right? Miami, from what, from what we heard from reports, they didn't even want to include him in a James Harden deal.
2: Hmm.
1: Well, Jacob, where do you have a couple of these guys? Like go over sort of like your, your next one. Do you have,
2: do
0: you have hero um, in there somewhere? Halliburton? Hero and Halliburton better be up there, Jacob. Don't even fucking play. Don't even play.
2: <laughs> I can tell you Halliburton, did make so I went about twenty two deep of guys that I highlighted. Halliburton made that list. I can tell you, Hero did not make that list. But it is—it's so hard. Like I didn't have Anthony Edwards on that list. I didn't have. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable!
0: I didn't, Unbelievable. I, didn't,
2: I didn't have. I didn't have Anthony there were, there were lots of great players this so that didn't like Cam Reddish. We haven't even mentioned him. He's probably not in. I like forgot the top him. 30. Yeah, he's probably not in the I top. Forgot- 30.
1: Yeah, I love Cam Reddish, and I forgot to even write him down. To be honest yeah. with you,
2: it's yeah, it's um, it's crazy deep right now. Like guys like Colin Sexton, who I know you're not a big fan of, Brett, but he's and he's he's come back down to earth definitely. But he still looks like a you know yeah. a, a top top quality young guard, like a step below the really great guys, but still great. And like guys like Lonzo Ball, we haven't even mentioned yet. And Lonzo's you know the shots come around, you know he's really doing well from long distance, from the corners, even long twos. And his defense is, you know, he's a very good um, defender. He's a low usage point guard. We can talk about, you know, what's his ceiling, but he's the type of guy that with next to someone like Zion, he might be like the perfect point guards. I I forgot he was only 23. Yeah. I was thinking he was 24, so I didn't even write him down. Um,
0: But
1: yet, you know, I have Lonzo. Firmly in my top. See, See I, I was
0: I'd, I was gonna say that too. That if we would have done this like three years ago, like it's crazy because I'm assuming or four years ago, Lonzo would have been in your guys top five, right? Because this is how crazy this is, and now he didn't even. You know, we haven't even mentioned him till now. Mm-hmm. I mean,
1: it's it's mm-hmm. a part of it. I think is I really did forget how young he is. Um, but part of it is uh, I think just the nature of his game, like he's never going to be a 25 point a game scorer. He might not average 10 assists. Like he just he doesn't put up huge numbers. He's never really been on a good team. Um so it's just hard to put his his upside or like value him as a prospect ahead of somebody like SGA or um even like like MPJ um I don't know. There's a few guys in there. That's tough. Where did, did you have Jarrett Allen? Uh, are you high on him, Jacob? Uh, yeah,
2: yeah, I am. I I didn't know what really to do with guys like Jarrett Allen or Mitchell Robinson because they are elite um, centers. Like both of them. Like the, the, that's one of the things with like with like all de- all defensive teams. Like Mitchell Robinson, I think could make like the third team all defense or like the, the fourth team all defense. But if we were just if it was like the rookie um, the rookie teams. I think Mitchell Robinson is one of the 10 15 best defenders this year overall. I think Jared Allen isn't that far behind him. He's an absolute monster. He never never seen a shot that he didn't want to block. Like yeah. he is a monster, but they're and very
1: traditional just like they are. just rim protecting, it's, rim rolling on yeah. offense. Like they don't they don't shoot up. They don't really have a post game. Um they've they can occasionally hit threes. Jared Allen um, actually has been taking more threes. With Cleveland. it's kind of interesting, but it's not something I'm gonna read too much into. But yeah, just because they're very limited in a sense, like they're very good at a couple of things, elite, among the best in the league at those couple of things. Um mm-hmm. and that's why I, I put Ayton a little bit ahead of them because Ayton's kind of got a jumper. Uh and um and Aiton, Aiton can actually move out on the perimeter um defensively a lot better than those guys, in my opinion, too. Yeah. Um so how I'd, about a couple I'd, of like long who are a couple of like long shot guys that you have
2: in here? Long shot guys, Anyone? someone Someone I don't know if he's really a long shot. To be fair, we haven't mentioned just um, tangent. We haven't mentioned Tyrese Halliburton. And, and yeah, we did. He
0: mentioned him. No, he knows. He knows. He knows. Jacob, you haven't mentioned him. Brett mentioned I, him. I had he him knows. in my
2: top twenty. I had him in my top twenty. Wow. Well, I just yeah, did, did Should
0: have led with I that. Should have led with it.
2: <laughs> well, I'm just saying. I had him in my. Oh yeah, we did. I said I had him. I didn't have Tyler Hero, but I have him in my top twenty. I don't know what his ceiling is because I think maybe it's like. He could. I think he's really defining himself as like a secondary offensive player. I don't I'll know tell if you what ever- his
0: ceiling is. I'll tell you what his ceiling is. Future Milwaukee Buck. There's his ceiling right there. <laughs> oh, there you go. man,
2: that'd be awesome. Oh, my God. If he's you, kind yeah. of an Alonzo
1: – like, lo- he's sort of Alonzo-ish kind of player. Like, he might never put up huge numbers, but he's just a guy you want on your team. Take he's up. a smart player. Yeah. He's unselfish. I, I,
0: I, was, I was laughing before because I wanted to – because I knew that the Bulls had had shown some interest or there was a rumor that the Bulls were interested in Lonzo Ball. So, I t- yeah, I typed it in, and one of the first things that came up from Mark Berman from the New York Post was the Knicks are interested in Lonzo Ball. <laughs> <laughs> immediately
2: thought of you immediately thought of you that right. is oh my god he's, that he, would he be really has, to do because I, I
0: think he's, he's a free agent at the end of the year
2: i think yeah' small,
0: well,
1: small he's restricted.
2: Restricted. yeah
1: see small tangent um the pelicans should be much better than they are because mm-hmm. we've talked about they we've be. talked we praised we've praised Zion we've yeah. praised Ingram now we're praising lonzo um and they're at least several games below 500. Um, and I look. I know the West is tough. I know it's a weird season, but there are teams ahead of them that I don't think should be. And Steve, you may have been. I told right. you. To I, yeah. I
0: said it. I was the first one that said it. That that Sam Van might, Gundy it, was an uninspired choice. They went with a retread it, head coach. JJ yeah. Redick is having like one of the worst shooting performances. He's had a couple DNP's in there. Like, what's well, the the rotations all over the place? Yeah. Yep. Um, and,
1: and it, I mean, I don't know. I like what they've been. I like how they've been using Zion, um, lately. I don't know though. It's just like, I can't imagine that. And I know hindsight is 2020, but I can't imagine that SVG was their best option. Mm-hmm. You know, like why, why didn't they just hire Kenny Atkinson? Um, yeah. I mean, I'd rather have a guy like Mark Dagnall, like a young up and coming head coach than like tired old SVG. Like who, I mean, Hey, they've get, it's not like he hasn't had a chance. He's had half a season now um i'm not saying they should fire him right now but i just i don't no, think he's a not gonna he's
0: he's got at least two years i i'd, I'd imagine that. well
1: they said that about john beeline too with with the Cavs, and they fired him halfway through his first season yeah different but that, circumstances
2: yeah but. yeah because <laughs> they, they they were like i was hearing rumors like they were all out on him like the first meeting
0: they, like, <laughs> yeah. they were like
2: no to him the same yeah yeah like like um boylan but obviously boylan stuck around for like eight more months than he should have done. But yeah, right. he is, I haven't heard
1: anything like that with no. SVG. Like as far as I know, the players love them. So, yeah. but yeah, that's been, sorry, little tangent, but they're just talking about all these Pelicans. I'm like, why the fuck aren't they better? Like, come on. Um, yeah. Yeah. uh, I just, let me just see if I have a couple more names well, that I wrote And you down. know,
0: I was going to say, you know, this is, this is my favorite month. I mean, we were talking the other day. This is, unfortunately, after going to Vegas so many times for March Madness, just due to COVID and, you know, everything kind of being on on semi-lockdown. I'm, I know some things are open, but we're not going this year. Hopefully, next year we'll be able to go. But we have the NBA trade deadline this month, too. And the NBA trade deadline is is March 25th. So that's coming up super-duper quick. And, you know, there's a lot of, you know, I think, who do you guys think is, is the, the, the player that is going to be, moved you know the one that we we're not going to be surprised about i mean is, is it going to be victor oladipo i mean he seems like he seems like the most logical one after after turning down that contract extension with houston i know brett you kind of had some thoughts about where where he, where he sees himself in the league versus where everybody else sees himself in the league but you know who do you guys think is a player that that yeah is most likely to get traded
1: hmm. oladipo is a good choice i mean that seems very logical they just called kevin porter jr up from the G League I know they have high hopes for him um he's a guy that should definitely be on this list it's just that he hasn't played all season like I did I forgot about him but I've got him ahead of a few of the guys I mentioned I'll just put it that way he's phenomenal y'all wait till he gets some minutes with the rockets um I think he's probably going to end up being named G League MVP for this season um I think he averaged like twenty four seven and seven. Well, there's another guy monster. in the G.
0: League. There's another guy in the G League who's been balling. He just he just got called up to my team. You yeah, know it. Day. You know it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I love yeah, him, yeah. man. He's 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 intriguing too. But uh, yeah. So I so I think that might make Oladipo expendable depending on how much they can get out of KPJ, who again should have been on this list. I can't believe I forgot him. So many good young players yeah. in the league. It's yeah, incredible. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I haven't really looked at it, but it's like I mean I have like Sexton at like somewhere between 20 and 25 and same with Garland. And those guys are awesome. Um, yeah. But it, let me just say, I, I, I'll go with, uh, I, I do feel like Lonzo might get traded. I think, I think Lonzo, I think Lonzo might be my pick. To, What's to the go bull, the to Bulls have
0: been question. from what I have read and seen. It's the Bulls that are, are kind of, and I, I think, I, I don't want to speak out of turn here, but I, I even think I read a report that he wants to go to Chicago. Like he'd be open. He'd be okay with going to the Bulls. I. I th- well,
1: and they're, they're in, they're in playoff contention. Obviously, um, they're they're better than people thought they'd be, and they might feel like he's the piece that could put them over the edge. Uh, now, what do they give up for him? That I don't know. Uh, you know, I mean, he's going to be a free agent, but there'd yeah, still I mean, be a little bit of a price on him. I, I like that idea, and I just feel like um, with Zion getting more sort of ball handling responsibility, the Pelicans just not meeting expectations, not to say that's by any means Lonzo's fault. He's been phenomenal this season, especially, you know, the last month or so, but I could, I just have a feeling he, he might be on the move. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, who could they, I mean, marking that strikes me as something. That's been, mentioned. Another one. Yep. Mm, that's been he, mentioned. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he would help the pals. Yeah. I think he would. Yeah. He's like a 35 to 40% shooter at like nearly seven foot tall. It's just health with and that's really stopped his development I think and with the rise of Patrick Williams as kind of a three four hybrid it's it how how expendable is Lowry Markinen if you can bring in a real um playmaking kind of offensive set the table point guard like Alonzo around Levine because they have so many guards but so like like no actual point guard in Chicago, but they have yeah, so yeah. many.
1: I think, and I think, I think, in a perfect world, if they did get Lonzo, it would be it would be Lonzo at starting at point with Levine at the two, and then Kobe White as like the third guard, sixth man, like a killer sixth man, like one of the best. That'd be six a men fun team
0: the if They eventually. got Lonzo. That'd be a really mm-hmm. fun team.
1: I can yes. see it. And marketing, like the, if you're the Pelicans, that's what you want is a guy who can play center and also stretch the defense to put next to Zion. Um, he'd be perfect in that sense. Yep. So that might be the guy. And I think he is to some degree expandable um, and, from the Bulls' standpoint.
2: I like and that. I, and I think because they are both same draft class, hitting restricted free agency together, there's a kind of um, like like you, you're not giving up. Like you both teams are taking on that, um, you know, you're going to have to pay this guy some money and you're not sure what it's going to be, but you b- both have the option to retain those players. Like you're in the same boat with both of them. I think yeah. Lonzo's probably going to get more interest come restricted free agency, but, you know, we'll see. We'll see. Two, it makes sense. Two I know guys. we're... Um...
1: Oh, wait, oh, sorry. What'd you say?
2: No, no. I was no. You finished because I had, I was going to move on to another couple of players that I could see getting moved.
1: No, no. Yeah. Oh, Let's you, hear
0: you it. Let's think. hear it.
2: Yeah, yeah. So do the Orlando Magic finally realize to get off Vooch Island? Do they get rid of their only good player?
0: I, don't, because I can't see
2: it. They're basically terrible already. Can you not just get something for Vooch? Like... At a certain point, Orlando, what what is there to tear down outside of Vucevic right now? Like you can say, ah, oh, but they're tearing down a team, and it's easier to be a middling team and get better. Yeah, sure, they're m- not a middling team; they're fucking awful. And Vucevic is their only like positive value player that they can probably get something good for from a contending team.
1: But okay, the thing with the Magic is that's tough though. Is like, yes, they suck, but look, man, if they had. A healthy faults, a healthy Jonathan Isaac, Aaron Gordon's missed a lot of time, Evan Fournier's missed a lot of time, Cole Anthony's hurt, um, look, Chuma Okiki looks like he could be a player, so it's like if you fast forward a year with some of these guys' development and then the rest of them getting healthy, all of a sudden that's an absolute playoff team. So it's like, I don't know, are they going to just try to run it back? What does he have, two years left on his deal, Vooch? So. Um, something like that, but... I would trade him. Um, but I can't I see Orlando see, doing it though. I could see them wanting to be like, okay, let's see what this team looks like when everybody's healthy. Um uh, I don't think Aaron Gordon's gonna be there for the I think Gordon's probably more likely to be traded than
2: Vooch. Yeah, but I just I don't think an Aaron Gordon trade, I'm not sure what Orlando can get for him now. Like I'm not sure there is yeah. much of a market because Aaron Gordon, he's just stagnated so much. Are you gonna trade for a guy that puts up like ten and six? who's hyper-athletic but doesn't seem to really be able to play basketball at a high level. But I don't know.
0: has – he actually has a lot of time left on his contract. He's got 21-22 and 22-23 uh, that well, he's under contract. Two years after for. this season. Yeah. So wow, he's, yeah. He's, he's in the second year of a four-year $100 million contract.
1: I mean, as far as Gordon, like put him on, I don't know, like Golden State or like somewhere where he can just be like a playmaking, defensive-focused – Four, I think he could be pretty damn good. I, I, I at least want to see it. Like, I'd like to see the Blazers go after him. I've, I don't even like Aaron Gordon that much, but I've wanted him to go to the Blazers for so long now just because I think it would be interesting as a fit. I just want to see him in in a different situation and a, and a different role. Jacob,
0: but, who, give us another player that you had. Who, who, uh,
2: the the biggest star that I'm shocked no one's mentioned yet is obviously Carl fucking Anthony Towns. Does he nah, win the trade?
0: i, I that's, that's when does he true. demand one i i don't know man he's he's obviously you know personally wise he's had uh, a very mm-hmm. very rough rough year and then on the court wise i mean he's he's been injured or while well, he had covid and you know he just hasn't been able to get on the floor enough i and then you have d'angelo russell like he's missed a lot of times i don't see minnesota i think carl anthony towns would be the one that would have to demand a trade, which I don't yeah. see happening this year because he just came out a couple weeks ago and said he wants to be in Minnesota for the long term. So I, 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 yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah.
1: That's what they all say.
0: That but is true. Yeah,
1: that is yeah, very true. Probably not well, I mean, for this, this year, year, but I think if, yeah, 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 for all we know, him and D are like, you know, they've got plans <laughs> to really build something special there. Like we don't know. He hasn't addressed that. And uh, yeah, probably not this season, but. I wouldn't be surprised if he demands a trade at some point, maybe next season, but I, I don't think Minnesota has any desire to trade him.
2: It's just so like ridiculous, though, that you have cat, and then who are your next three or four best players, like Beasley, Russell, Edwards, just Gunners? Like what are you doing surrounding it's Minnesota, like-
0: baby? Students, it's, it's Minnesota, man. As I Kevin, mean, I, ask Kevin Garnett how he feels about Minnesota. <laughs> this,
2: this this
1: ties into what I, I wanted to give a couple of shout-outs, to guys that I had written down that, that we haven't mentioned yet. And one of them I think could really help them in the future, and that's Jaden McDaniels. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's the type of power forward that would be perfect to put next to Cat. He's an elite rim protector. Uh, he's very versatile, very athletic. Um, and he's absolutely like in my top 25 somewhere – Uh, So shout out to him. Um, Darius Baisley, of course, is in there. Um, Nick Claxton of the Nets has shown a lot of promise Um, his whole career, really, when he's had a chance to play. But the last couple games, he's been fantastic. Uh, Garland and Sexton, Isaac Okoro, and then the Spurs guys, uh, Keldon Johnson and Lonnie Walker, too. Both of those guys, I think, need to be in this conversation and i know that there's other guys that i forgot and you probably forgot too and it's like there's like 30 like genuinely promising players age 23 or younger in the nba right now like what a time to be an nba fan this is Absolutely.
0: so exciting and i'm sure i'm sure the listeners will uh will remind us uh that that we probably missed something but let's get go- richard <laughs> something like that
2: <laughs> last, one, last, last one that we didn't even mention could be could be top three top two top one emmanuel quickly out of this draft class he's looking yeah an awesome young guard good he's his playmaking i love it he's i don't know what his ceiling is but i know that he's super exciting to watch and he is he's his floater game has been i know people have written to death about you know how elite his floater game has come in at the age of 21 his playmaking is great. He's he's just an awesome Shoot. young point guard. Shoot, he's yeah. got what, super long uh, arms. What this team does he play
0: for, Jacob? <laughs>
2: uh, I don't know the uh, some team. I don't know the bright future Knicks, man. Yeah,
0: the, 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 the fifth seeded Knicks. The fifth seeded Knicks. That's uh, that's gonna do it for us. Um, we appreciate um, everybody listening. The support. Go check us out in the overstated NBA group. We got a lot of a lot of good stuff there. Um, apologies again. Um, we were gonna have Derek Michael on the podcast, but then. We just realized how stupid of an idea that was, so we kind of nixed it last second. He he texted me; he was all ready to go, but we said, "Nah, man, we don't have enough time. Maybe, uh, maybe next week." But uh, for myself, Brett, and Jacob, appreciate the support. Everyone have a uh, have a good Sunday and enjoy the All Star game. And uh, talk to you guys soon. Peace. <laughs>